you can't hear us because the mic was muted the whole time. I have a very complicated setup right now. Oh, no. And so we're just animated. We'll cut that out when we uh, produce this video later. Uh, but uh, welcome to our Easter broadcast. Uh, now you can hear, hopefully, in just a few seconds. Uh, Christ is risen. Christ, Christ is, is risen, risen indeed. indeed. Normally, normally we do that uh, in person and we say it and you say it today. We say it and you type it. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Amen. I believe we have sound now. Uh, and so um, Marty's going to give us a few announcements, talk about uh, Coffee Fellowship, which is coming up in a little bit, uh, our service. And I'm going to do something over here on the side that I oh, missed okay. up a minute ago. Um, so yeah, so right after our time of worship today, then we're going to have a Zoom fellowship. And if you want to stick around right after and say hello, happy Easter to everyone, uh, feel free to sit there and see each other's uh, faces and hear each other's voices. Um, what a happy Easter that uh, that makes it. Um, we will still continue this week to do our events uh, Tuesday for the kids, Wednesday for the youth. Um, I hope you were able to catch some of our special Holy Week services, our Maundy Thursday, our Good Friday, the, the Sat Holy Saturday prayer vigil. Um, those are always amazing. And then we had our sunrise service as a surprise this morning on the, the back porch of Doc and Dottie Ron's house. And so if you didn't catch that view, um, please go and catch it. Um, even with the sun hiding behind clouds, it was still spectacular and the grass was green and it's just beautiful. And so um, do catch that. And we will uh, put that up on the church website too. If you're not on Facebook and can't get it there, that's where we streamed it this morning, uh, but we'll put it where everybody can see it and we'll email it out after worship. Yeah, Tuesday, we'll still have our Tuesday Zoom coffee fellowship. And then uh, Tuesday afternoon, we're going to be doing our mobile food pantry a nope. little Next week. Oh, that's, that's next week. week. Oh, then I'm ahead of myself. But we are still looking for volunteers for the mobile food pantry, which uh, I keep thinking is Tuesday. And I typed it in our notes, which is why she said that. Um, but it's actually a week from Tuesday. Um, we still need a handful of volunteers. We're doing for the, a second, two, shift. For the second shift. We're doing two shifts of 10 people only. Uh, and it's going to be a drive through system. And we got it all worked out pretty well. Talked to the chief of police and got it all the plan approved. So we are ready to go with that. Nobody goes in the building. We literally just drop off food into cars. So so it's pretty, it should be safe. Um, we are having everyone wear masks and gloves. So, and if uh, you do want to volunteer, just talk to uh, Betsy Durham. If you need help finding her, just contact us. Um, with that, uh, one more thing uh, we have moved our Sunday Zoom fellowship to right after this service. So, in our uh, normal tradition, coffee fellowship, uh, we're going to coffee. You said Tuesday. Uh, but we're going to coffee fellowship right after. Oh, I was working tech. See, I, it's listening. Easter. I'm always thrown off on Easter. He's never listening. Um, but I'm going to, uh, I already sent it out to you. I don't, I'm not posting the info public because of all the Zoom security features. Uh, we don't want to be Zoom bombed like you've heard on the news. Um, so if you need that code, just uh, contact us in a way. Um, otherwise, it's posted in our private uh, church Facebook group. And it was emailed out to our church list. You can get on our church uh, email list by going to norwalkcc.org backslash uh, email. Um, so with that, I think we are ready uh, to begin our call to worship. And let's try this one more time. I'm going to put it on the screen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Amen. And let us join together in our call to worship. and read the words in yellow as they appear. Early on the first day of the week, the disciples of Jesus went to the tomb where he had been buried, only to find that the stone had been rolled away and the tomb was empty. Friends, we gather today as Christ's disciples on the first day of the week to celebrate the good news of the gospel, that Jesus Christ has risen from the dead. And say it, church, Hallelujah! Christ, Christ is, is risen. Rejoice and be glad. God, God is, is making all things new. Rejoice and be glad. Death and, and fear, fear have, have no hold on us. For we are God's Easter people and we have good news we tell to all the world and shout it so the neighbors can hear it next door. Christ, Christ is, is risen. Christ, Christ is, is risen indeed. indeed. Our uh, 
opening hymn is Christ the Lord is Risen Today, and we are thankful for uh, Katie Routh recording our music for us today. Katie, and let us join together in our unison prayer, saying the words together in yellow. Lord of life and power, through the mighty resurrection of your son, you have overcome death and opened the gate of everlasting life. Open our eyes to see your new life all around us. Awaken us to the resurrection that we may never see ourselves, our neighbors, or this world the same way again. Alleluia. Amen. Earlier, so I'm lighting it now. And I think we're ready for our children's time. passing of the peace. Oh, passing of the peace. Jazz, Jazz hands. hands. <laughs> little, little elbow bumps. You can hug the people that, that are in your household, of course. Yes. Tell them happy Easter. Christ is risen. All right. I'm going to go find some kids for our children's sermon. Um, Actually, before, uh, as the first part of our children's sermon, then um, I want us to do something a little special. Um, so bear with me. Um, kids, I want you to be uh, make sure that you can see the screen. Um, because one thing that I thought would be really fun, since we can't do our traditional Easter egg hunt, um, was to do something a little different. Um, so I want us to do a little virtual hunt. I'm going to show you pictures of eggs that are hidden around the church building. Some are inside the church, some are outside the church. And I want you to see if you can find all the eggs. So um, you don't have to keep count, but in each picture, I want you to look for all the eggs. And some of them, there are just one, but there's some that have some hidden in the background. So make sure you look for those. Okay, so let's do these. Uh, Could they be on top of bushes? There might be one on top of a bush. You never know. You have to look. You have to look. I'm going to see if they go well, in just a minute, we'll look. There we go. Oh, you were going to do that. Sorry. We went out of order. Oh, do I need to? So. Give me a minute. 
I thought you were about to say we didn't do that one in the house. <laughs> no. All right. There's the first one there. I found a lot of them. And they can see you on the screen, too. I found more. More. How many are in that one? One. 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 One big one. <laughs> <laughs> one. One. What is that? Oh, there's church bus. One. one. There's one. Are you counting them all as we go? No. No. Oh. Six. Hurry, hurry. Yeah. Good job. Seven. One. Oh, there are two. 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 Oh, there's one in the background. One. There's one. In the bathroom with the one, candy dish. Look, there's candy one dish. by the by the cups. Oh, by the cups. One, one with communion. It's been sitting there for five weeks. <laughs> there's two in the nursery. Four, Four more in the nursery. Each of the babies two. had one. Two. two. One. One. One, two, five, three, four, four five. Six. six. There were six. Oh, one on the one, top. One, two, three. Oh, oh, this eight. is so quick. That last one was eight. And that one's popped All open, so it looks right. like two, but it's really not. Oh, so that's nine. That's nine. <laughs> okay, well, Very I hope that good. was a little bit of fun for you. Oh, I found two more. Why well, me? hold on. Those I'm going to use in just a minute. But I hope that, hold on, kids. That's not the whole children's time. <laughs> you don't have to go back and be be quiet for so for uh, that long. So um, I hope that was fun seeing uh, those colorful eggs. Hey, Oliver, can you just stand there, buddy? No. Thank you. Seeing those colorful eggs all around our beloved church building. Do you know why Easter, why we have eggs at Easter time? Here, I'm going to rotate this a little bit. Do you know why we have eggs at Easter time? I used to know. I kind of. Oh, you. I used... know. Hi, Bodie. Oh. I'm gonna fix your hat there. You look very dapper I, this I morning. I got dressed up for Easter. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yes, but my mouth moves so much when I talk. Oh, it does. I think I'm just gonna put your hat right there, Bodie. That's okay. It's a thought that counts. It was. It was a very so, nice gesture. I have an answer to your question. You know why we have eggs at Easter? Yes. Okay. Because Jesus was no chicken. Bodie, that is not the right answer. But I love your creativity. Well, thanks. <laughs> um, so uh, you said no, but here's here's the thing. So um, Mary Magdalene was the person that we know of and lots of our gospels that go it goes and finds out that Jesus was no longer in the tomb. The tomb was what? Oh, you got to know this. Empty. Yeah, thanks, Bodie. The tomb was empty, good people. So the tomb was empty. And this was the, the thing. She went around and she told everyone. She told everyone that the tomb was empty. And legend has it that when she got to the emperor and she said, Emperor, he's he's risen. He's no longer there. He's resurrected. Then he said, Jesus is no longer, no more resurrected than that egg is red. And legend has it that that egg immediately turned red. Now this is pink because I don't have a red egg, but uh, that's why a lot of people dye eggs at Christmas time. And there's some other Christmas, uh, Christmas time, at Easter time. Oh, okay. You did that last year. You did that last year. Um, yeah. And you can actually, if you buy, here's a fun fact for you. Uh, if you buy uh, brown eggs and dye them, they turn a very, very bold color. Um, actually, in my opinion, much prettier than the white eggs when you dye them. Um, and so uh, if you do any red on a brown egg, it's a really bold, bold red. And a lot of uh, cultures will still do that to this day um, to celebrate Easter. Um, some of the other stories say that the moment that Mary Magdalene had boiled eggs with her uh, to feed those women that were going to bring the spices to Jesus and that the moment 
she saw the tomb was empty that the eggs turned red. So who knows? Can but we have an egg hunt later? We can have an egg hunt later. Maybe die some? But we, and we could die some. That would be fun. So now we have lots and lots and lots of eggs all around. We have colored eggs. You got Easter baskets this morning, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, so you got colored eggs inside that had candy in them. You had a golden egg that had candy and a dollar in them. You even had a Cadbury cream egg. What other eggs did you get inside? A Reese's Cadbury. Oh, you egg. got a Reese's egg. I didn't get any. You didn't get any eggs, Bodie? Oh, I'll give you some eggs. Um, did you notice that you had anything else in your? Yeah. Was there was there an egg that didn't? That was missing something? No. Um, no. Yeah, there was one that didn't have anything. No. Yeah. So oh inside each of my kids' uh, Easter baskets, I put one empty egg. And I put it there for a reason because I wanted them to remember that Jesus is no longer in the tomb, that the, the tomb is, in fact, empty. Um, and the reason for that is something simple. When you see, we have birds that nest on our back porch. Mm -hmm. When you see an empty egg, what does that mean? The Lord hatched. The birds hatched. The birds, the birds gone on out into the world. Um, the same is true about Christ. The tomb is empty because Christ is alive and out in the world. Christ is no longer there. Christ is not dead. Christ is alive. Um, and so that's what we need to remember. And that's what we celebrate today and what we act on the rest of the year. Everything is contingent on that belief. And so um, let's say a prayer, guys. Gracious God. Gracious God. Thank you for celebrations. Thank you for celebrations. And empty tombs. And empty tombs. And life all around us. And life all around us. In Christ's name we pray. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Can, can we say it together? The thing you were saying earlier? Yeah. He you is join me? You ready? He is risen. He is, he is risen, risen indeed. indeed. Yay, thanks, guys. Bye, bye, Bodie. Bye, Bodie. I'll get you some eggs, okay? Oh, well, I'm back. Oh, good to have you back, yeah. Travis. Yeah, so you always tell seem them about to leave whenever, lilies. you know, we have kids that are here. Um, so virtual lilies, um, we uh, were able to do virtual lilies last year because our building was being renovated. And so we didn't have a place for physical lilies to go. And so we came up with the idea of virtual ones in which we would still get to honor um, and remember those loved ones, but yet uh, not have the physical plant. And since the pandemic's going on this year, we decided to extend that uh, tradition another year. And so this year, all of our uh, funds for the for that are going towards our youth fund for the camps and mission trips that we're still hoping that we're able to have this summer. Um, and so I have the feeling that there will be uh, an extra need for funding for some people for those uh, events to be possible. And so thank you ahead of time for um, those of you that uh, were able to contribute in that way. And we have a video with the names of all the people um, behind the videos, music by Andrew Moran, one of our disciples, uh, musicians, uh, the disciples denomination recorded a number of things uh, for us uh, to freely use uh, on Easter Sunday. And so we've got her singing in the background and I'm going to switch over to that right now. God sent his son, they called him Jesus, he came to love, heal and forgive, he lived and died. 
to bring us pardon. An empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives. Because He lives, we can face tomorrow. Because He lives, our fear is gone. Because I know He holds the future, and life is worth the living just because He lives. All right. We already did that. We're out of order here. <laughs> All right. Well, we are, as we have been every Sunday, collecting our offering and reminding you that uh, you can give uh, online through uh, uh, e-giving. A lot of you have already set it up, and it's just amazing to me. We heard that our giving seems to be keeping track uh, maybe even improving a little bit uh, over the last few weeks. And so uh, we are just blessed um, by the many uh, ways that you are still supporting uh, your church family uh, during this time. Um, as we uh, accept our gifts, uh, be it by mail or electronically, let us uh, give thanks to God in prayer. Oh God, we give you thanks for the many ways that we give through our talents, through our phone calls, uh, through the encouragement and notes, through our monetary gifts, through our prayers. Lord, thank you for your giving people and the support that they give, uh, even when we're distant, making your church and your ministry possible. In the name of Christ and all God's people said, amen. amen. We are going to uh, sing together uh, the uh, doxology here. Um, I we went out of order uh, because uh, we added. I forgot last minute the virtual uh, virtual lilies, and I added it and forgot to write down that I added it. <laughs> so uh, uh, I should be back on track now. Sing with us together uh, the doxology. That's not it. <laughs> well, we're going to sing it a cappella, Marty and I. That's terrifying. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. And I hope it sounded as good at your home as it did in ours. Good job, Pastor Travis. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Marty, you want to share some prayer concerns? Yeah. Um, good people. We have some uh, things to pray for here. Um, first off, uh, Pat Hesselberth, um, her oldest stepson, Mark, uh, died last night at age 61 uh, in in Tulsa. Um, he had cardiac arrest. Uh, prayers for Pat and for Mark and, and for all of Mark's uh, friends and family at this time. God of resurrection. Here are prayers. Um, prayers, uh, continued prayers for uh, Crystal Ellis. Uh, many of you know her. She helps to organize our mobile food pantry. She does a lot with our Norwalk Area Ministerial Association. Um, she had uh, surgery this past week and that went well. She's back home now, but we uh, want to pray for uh, recovery for her God of healing. Here are prayers. Um, prayers. Uh, Amy Lester uh, asks that we pray for Eric and Terry Arbogast, uh, Nancy or Grandma Nancy, as they uh, lovingly refer to her, um, passed on Wednesday. 
Um, she spent a lot of time, uh, Grandma Nancy did volunteering in our school systems. And so a lot of people in our community know uh, Grandma Nancy, God of Resurrection. Hear our prayers. Um, and then uh, Deb Dillman, uh, one of her co-workers that's located in Denver, his name's Jason. Um, he came down with COVID-19 and uh, is really fighting for his life right now. And so um, he has a wife. Uh, he's in his mid-30s. He's got a wife and, and two young kids. Um, it's really scary for a lot of people, all of this. And so uh, prayers for Jason, God of healing. Here are prayers. Um, prayers also. Uh, Mike Ward asked that we pray for, uh, oh, do you know how to pronounce that? The Malapalachi? Malapalachi family, uh, who uh, was a refugee family that our church supported about 20 years ago. Um, the father um, was in the hospital for, for COVID-19 and is back home, but prayers that he continues to heal God of healing. Hear our prayers. Um, and then... Uh, Randy Bates, uh, little sister, Sherry, we are praying right now that uh, Sherry no longer needs cancer treatments. We're praying that uh, the cancer is removed from her body. God of healing. Hear our prayers. Um, Mike Davis. Oh, uh, Mike Davis's mom fell out of uh, her bed the other day. Um, I hope she did not break anything. Uh, prayers for your mom, Mike. God of healing and love. Hear our prayers. Um, also, uh, continued prayers for all <laughs> of our healthcare workers, um, for all of those that are filling essential jobs right now, for um, people that are just going out trying to be good people right now and smart and um, that everyone remains healthy, that everyone remains safe, and that families that are back home also remain safe. God of love. Hear our prayers. Let us go to God in prayer. Gracious God, thank you for this church body, for reasons to celebrate, for the tomb being empty, for us to know that Christ is not confined by death, but that Christ, the spirit of love and light and generosity is all around us. It's in us. It's breathing, living, active in the world. That gives us hope. That gives us reason to celebrate. Gracious God, we lay all of this down at your feet. The joys, the concerns, all that we have we give to you. As we pray that prayer, Lord Jesus taught us to pray. Our, Our Father, who, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. All right, we are about to have a special music with Katie Routh, and we will go straight uh, from that into scripture reading and our sermon today. Last night as I lay sleeping, there came a dream so fair. I stood in old Jerusalem beside the temple there. I heard the children singing, and ever as they sang, methought the voice of angels from heaven in answering, methought the voice of angels from heaven in answering. Jerusalem, Jerusalem. 
reading this morning is taken from the Gospel of John, chapter 20. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciples, and the one whom Jesus loved and said to them, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciples set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings laying there and the cloth that had been on Jesus's head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. 
Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary, she turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, teacher, Jesus said to her, do not hold on to me because I do not yet ascend to the father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father and my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. This ends the scripture. It felt right to speak to you today from this sanctuary. Normally, we begin our Easter sermons with a triumphant Easter declaration. Christ is risen. And we invite you, the congregation, to say Christ is risen indeed. But this year, let's begin by stating the obvious. Today doesn't feel like Easter. The cold and the chance of snow tonight and the forecast is enough to throw it all off. Add to that empty churches, pandemic fears, rising death tolls, economic collapse, Easter's when, all, when we all should be going to church, getting dressed up, gathering with extended family to celebrate. Easter's not when we stay home in our pajamas. It's good to be preaching in this space, and yet it's sobering to see the empty pews. We miss you. This, this is not the way Easter is supposed to go. Now, the calendar says it's Easter, but it almost feels insincere to declare Easter's hope today, to speak of hope in the midst of fear, resurrection in the midst of death. It doesn't feel like Easter. But can you imagine a better time than this for Easter's hope? Marty just read for us, again, that Easter story taken from the Gospel of John. It's recorded in all four Gospels, but I like John's account the best. It's the most recent account, the one that was written the most with the most distance from that original Easter. Life had gone on. The church had long started. The apostles were old, perhaps most of them even dead. When the gospel writer records this Easter account, it intended to be read by later generations who only knew of Easter through others' testimony. We started our service this morning with that triumphant Charles Wesley hymn, Christ the Lord is risen today. But John does not start his Easter story that way. Easter begins early on the first day of the week while it was still dark. Not with joys and triumphs high, no boisterous alleluias, but with early morning darkness. As the song sings, Mary Magdalene comes to the garden alone before the sun rises, after the stone has been rolled away, after the grave clothes have been removed and folded, before the two angels dressed in white appear, before the resurrected Christ shows up in the garden to meet her, it's Easter and Mary misses it all. This is how Easter begins. This Easter scene terrifies her, and she runs from the empty tomb to tell the disciples, declaring not the good news, but her fear. They have taken the Lord, she says, out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Peter and another disciple who is unnamed rush to the tomb, the other disciple running ahead of Peter. It's still dark. 
The tomb is still empty, stumbling, their eyes barely adjusting to the haze of the early morning. They find the grave clothes rolled up in the empty tomb, and that's it. This is not the way Easter is supposed to go. But this is Easter nonetheless, taking it all in. The gospel tells us that the other unnamed disciple who tradition believes is the actual person, disciple who wrote this gospel, that that gospel writer himself saw and believed, and believed for as yet they did not understand. Seeing Easter, but not understanding Easter. And then, well, then the disciples go home. The first Easter spent alone at home, believing, yes, but definitely not understanding. Now, I've heard it said more than once over the last few months, and I've said it a few times myself, that we have just experienced the most lentiest Lent that's ever been Lented. But maybe. Maybe we're also experiencing one of the most Eastery Easters that's ever been Eastered. Easter at home, Easter in the dark, Easter in the midst of fear and the unknown, Easter when you don't know or understand, yet you still can't help but believe this is Easter too. It's more than the fancy clothes and the packed churches, more than the organ swells and the boisterous choir singing Alleluia. This, this right now, standing in an empty church while you sit at home alone or with your family, this is Easter too. Because Easter isn't about everything being right and normal. Easter isn't about certainty and celebration. Easter is more than eggs and candy and choirs and dress clothes and even hallelujahs. Easter is more than understanding. Easter is hope. Sometimes hope is a blazing sun that burns light upon everything. Sometimes hope is but a small flickering candle, this small flame that puts out just enough light to shuffle and stumble in the dark. This is Easter too. Easter hope, giving just enough light to believe while still stumbling in doubt. Hope that we will rise again even though we still die. Hope that we will be together again even though we're apart. Hope that all the sickness and suffering and fear and hardship can give way to life and healing and celebration and prosperity once again. Hope. But Easter hope is never about returning to the way things were. At the end of the story, after Mary returns to the garden, she stumbles upon whom she believes is the gardener. But it's all really a literary setup. We know before she does, this is no gardener. This is the resurrected Christ, and Christ says her name, that familiar sound, Mary, and it opens her eyes, and she sees who he really is and declares, Rabboni, teacher. And what is the risen Christ's response? Do not hold on to me. Now, that's not very pastoral, Jesus. I don't know about you, but when all this is over and it's safe, you might have to tell me, do not hold on to me because I'm going to be grabbing a hold of you. But why does Jesus, confronted with Mary, who is filled with this Easter joy, why does Jesus tell her, do not hold on to me? He was dead and now he is risen and Jesus says, don't hold on to me. He has to ascend to his father, Jesus says. So maybe he's telling her, let, let me go. I have places to be. But remember, this is Rabboni, teacher. And in this moment, perhaps he's teaching her and us. Do not hold on to me. Do not hold on to the way I was or the way things used to be. Don't hold on to your expectations of who I should be. Don't hold on to this physical presence. Christ is risen, yes, and Christ is with us, but, but it will never be the same. Christ is in here. Christ is in within all of us. Christ's presence in all our flesh. 
See, Easter brings hope, but the hope isn't that everything will be the same again. It's hope for a new day, that the darkness will soon pass and the light will shine again. And in that new day, a new world shall be possible. Not simply the old world starting up again, but a new world where, where, where people, where personal connection is valued and cherished again, where families have learned how to be family again, where society's injustices and the rifts are undeniably exposed and we fix it and justice rolls down like a mighty river. So, so this is Easter. And what will you do? It just might be the most Eastery Easter that we've ever Eastered because more than ever, we can see Christ's Easter light shining through the darkness, showing us God's new world. And when they finally let us out, let's run from our tombs out into this world, not recreating the world as it was, but creating the world as it should be. An Easter world filled with light, love, hope, and justice where all God's people can shout anew, Alleluia, Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Let the church say, Amen, Alleluia, Amen. Amen. So good people, as we remember that Christ is in fact risen and as we do every time we gather, then we follow that same gift that we were given on Maundy Thursday. Oh, hey kids, come join us at the table where we take the bread and we bless it and we break it just as Christ did for this bread is broken for all of our sins for every time we eat of it every time we gather at this table sharing life and love we're doing so around Christ and after they ate the bread, Jesus took the cup and he blessed it and he shared it with each of them, letting them know that this cup symbolized a covenant, a promise that he would always be there, even when we couldn't see him, even when we had doubts or fears. Good people, these good gifts you are worthy of, for you are Christ's beloved. Let us give thanks for these good gifts. Gracious God, thank you for these gifts, for the body and blood of Christ, for being able to always come to the table and remember you. Gracious God, thank you for this body, even though we may be in various homes and buildings right now, that we all serve you and humbly love you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. These beautiful people are the beautiful gifts of God for you, the beautiful people of God. Amen. Thanks be to God. I don't want it. You don't want it today? I, I want to do this. Finn, the body and blood of Christ. Taylor, the body of Christ broken for you and the blood of Christ poured out for you. Which one of you would like to Me. serve me? Oh wait, no, 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 no. I need. I still need communion. Can you serve me? Yeah, I can. Careful, don't spill. Okay, him, but I didn't. <laughs> I hope your communion is as fun as ours is. Wait, let's not right. spill it. <laughs> All right, church. Well, we are going to close uh, with uh, one of our favorite Easter hymns. Uh, he lives, uh, sung uh, by uh, Katie Ralph for us. And after that, uh, after we close, we'll uh, end our broadcast and we will be uh, seeing you. Hopefully, uh, those of you who are able, I know we're cooking uh, meals and getting ready for uh, a little family celebration at your home. And we're going to be doing the same, but we're going to have our Zoom 
Coffee Fellowship right now. And so if you have an issue getting into that or can't get the code, uh, just text us or or contact us in some way. Um, but I'll be sending out an email shortly with that code again. It was in the email we sent uh, yesterday afternoon at two o'clock. And so you should be able to see it there as well and click. Um, it won't start till we get there. So we may be a little bit uh, late as we close everything off and pop it up. Um, but uh, we look forward to seeing your beautiful faces uh, if, we're able, if you're able to join us. And let us close uh, with uh, this hymn. He lives, and I need to start the music. And sing out at home. I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that He is living forever. I see his hand of mercy, I hear his voice of cheer, and just the time I need him, he's always near. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, is salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. Rejoice, rejoice, oh Christian. Lift Wrong up words, your just voice uh, and sing. sing your own. <laughs> Turn a hallelujah I typed it right. to Jesus Christ the King. The hope of all who see right him, the help of all who find. No other is so loving. None other is so loving, so good and kind. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. Thank you, Katie. Thank you to Kim, who uh, recorded, or Jenny, who actually was uh, playing piano this week. And it's so good to join all of you at, again for this Easter. Uh, say it, church, Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Amen. And we will uh, keep celebrating all day. Kids, if you can talk your parents into going outside and doing some kind of an egg hunt or doing it inside. We've done that at church yeah. before when it's been cold. Uh, celebrate the best way you know how. We take love you. Yeah. We miss take you. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. We love you. Happy Easter. <laughs>